Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Maya Vishyamano Yemam Nitya Jukta Upasate Sradhaya Parayopetas The Blessed Lord said, He whose mind is fixed in my personal form, always engaged in worshipping me with great and transcendental faith, is considered by me to be most perfect. (coughs) Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. In answer to Arjuna's question, Krishna clearly says that he who concentrates upon his personal form and worships him with faith and devotion is to be considered most perfect in yoga. For one in such Krishna consciousness, there are no material activities because everything is done by Krishna. A pure devotee is constantly engaged. Sometimes he chants, sometimes he hears, or sometimes reads books about Krishna or sometimes he cooks prasadam or goes to the marketplace to purchase something for Krishna, or sometimes he washes the temple or the dishes. Whatever he does, he does not let a single moment pass without devoting his activities to Krishna. Such action is in full samadhi. We are reading from the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 12, which is entitled Devotional Service. Today we are reading from the second verse of the twelfth chapter. In this verse, Bhagavan Sri Krishna is answering the most relevant question of Arjuna. The first verse, Arjuna inquires, and in this inquiry, he is clearing a great doubt, which from time immemorial has been within the people's minds who have been on the path of yoga or self-realization. You see, the absolute truth can, can be understood according to different perspectives as he reveals himself differently according to how you approach him. Some approach the absolute truth as the impersonal, unmanifest, all-pervading energy and that at this realization all sense of personality all sense of variety and all sense of form is transcended and no longer no longer exists others worship the personal form of God through devotion And according to their understanding, the impersonal, all-pervading energy of the Lord, the Brahman, is simply like the sunlight that is emanating from the form of the Almighty Sun in the form of Krishna. So since time immemorial, there has been great debates over which is a higher and more perfect realization of God, his impersonal aspect or his personal aspect. Brahman or Krishna. So Arjuna 
he is inquiring from Krishna. And there is no higher authority than Krishna himself. Amongst the monists, or the impersonal philosophers, sometimes known to be following the path of jnana yoga, the foremost and most influential was Sripad Shankaracharya. Now Shankaracharya, he accepted Bhagavad Gita as the supreme word of God. In fact, he himself wrote beautiful poems in glorification of the personality of Godhead, describing Narayana Parobhyaktat, that Narayan is completely transcendental and is the supreme. So Shankaracharya, as well as all the great Acharyas, Ramanuja Acharya, Madhvacharya, Vishnu Swami, Nimbarka Acharya, Balabhacharya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they all accepted Bhagavad Gita as the supreme word of God. They all accepted Bhagavan Sri Krishna as the absolute authority. And Arjuna is here inquiring from Krishna to clear this doubt, this argument within the minds of all. He inquires, Evam satata yukta ye bhaktas tvam paryupasate ye chap yaksharam avyaktam tesham yoga vyaktamaha. Arjuna inquired, which is considered to be more perfect? Those who are properly engaged in devotional service to your personal form or those who worship the impersonal Brahman, the unmanifested? And here Lord Sri Krishna gives the answer to this question, which must be accepted by all. The Blessed Lord said, He whose mind is fixed on my personal form, always engaged in worshipping me with great and transcendental faith and devotion, he is considered by me to be the most perfect. So the process of bhakti, Krishna explains in this 12th chapter, is the only means by which we can know him in his perfect and complete manifestation. In the 12th chapter, Krishna says, only by undivided devotion can I be understood as I am. Through the process of jnana or mental discrimination, intellectual prowess, we can understand how the absolute truth is beyond all the relative senses and the perceptions of this world. He is beyond the three modes of material nature and he is the impersonal all-pervading Brahman which is existing everywhere. Through the process of the Astanga Yoga system, we can understand how the Lord is seated within the heart of every living being. But to, to enter into the supreme realization of God, an eternal loving relationship with Him in the spiritual world, this is only possible through the process of bhakti or unalloyed devotion. This is the final analysis of Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says, abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender to me. This process of surrendering is bhakti. 
Now, what is the quality of this bhakti? It is a great mystery for those who have not tasted the sweetness of devotion. I remember when I first went to Brindavan, it was in 1971. There was no Hare Krishna temple at, there at that time, so I was living with just the local people who were there. And one very, very learned sadhu, very elevated soul, he was sitting on the bank of Jamuna, and I sat and began to talk with him. He was a Moni Baba. He would not speak. But if something was very essential to be said, he had a little broken piece of a blackboard and a little broken piece of chalk that he would write. And he spoke very excellent English. At least he wrote very excellent English. So I sat next to him, and he wrote down on his blackboard, throughout the world, no one can understand the residents of Vrindavan. They think we are crazy. Huh? So I, I didn't say anything. I just said, all right. What else? And he said, and then he, wiped, he, he wiped it off, because it was only this big. And then the next thing he said, do you think we are crazy? Question mark. And I, I was afraid I may commit offense to him. If I say yes, he may take it in offense. That, Why well, you are saying I'm crazy? And if I say no, he may be in offense because he already says he was crazy. So I said, I do not know whether you are crazy or not. And then he wrote down, and then he wiped it off, and he wrote, we are crazy. <laughs> and then he looked at me and went like this. And I said, thank you very much. And then he wiped it off again. And then he wrote, but we are crazy for Krishna only. And then he cleansed it and wrote again, and if you stay here for any amount of time, you will also become crazy. Ah. So what is this craziness? In the material world, everyone is crazy for sense enjoyment. Everyone is crazy for money. Everyone is crazy for power, crazy for position, crazy for influence. This whole material world is crazy. But the fact is, in the spiritual world, everyone is crazy too. Everyone is crazy for Krishna. They are crazy to dance for him, to chant for him, to cook for him, to remember him, to think about him, to do everything for him. So factually, the living entity by constitutional position is crazy. Either you're crazy for God or you're crazy for trying to become God by enjoying your senses. In Vrindavan, they have such an elevated devotion to Krishna. They have far transcended all preliminary understandings of the Absolute Truth. They simply love Him. They simply want to do everything for Him.